Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Price of War. I'm John. I'm the uh, executive producer here at Final Show Films, and I'll turn it over to the GM, William. Hey, oh, it's been a couple of weeks, so how about a recap for all of you who are wondering? That means all of us, the players. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when last we left off, uh, the Scourge had invaded Sanctuary. Uh, it had been yeah. a long, hard-fought battle with death knights and ghouls attacking from the gates, <laughs> Worgen rampaging through the city, and the Lich Lord Kel'Thuzad appearing in the center of Sanctuary. Uh, the Most of the group split off to head towards Kel'Thuzad's position in the Mage Tower to find him dueling with Maxwell. Uh, and... Crag stayed out on the field to continue to assault the forces of the Death Knights uh, when, after ramming his way into the Death Knight leader, he found himself coming to a halt with the Death Knight leader staring into his cabin. This is where Crag dies. He's about to get an eyeful of lasers. And, uh... Strafonio, after having been forcibly, mm. definitely touched by Kel'Thuzad, um... Uh, Decided to empty all of his mana, which was convenient because a spell had been cast upon him that seemed to have have no effect because he had no mana left by the time it went off. So, he's out of mana, but he's still alive. So that's a thing. And I'm currently in crow form sitting on Maxwell's shoulder inflicting wounds on him. Yeah, because he's undead. So, we go back at the top of the initiative just because I don't want to bother going trying to figure out exactly where we were, because we ended a little bit cinematically, with the Worgen, who are still doing their thing in Sanctuary, but none of you are around to see it, so it's not relevant to you right now. Are we going to introduce ourselves at any point? Oh, yes. No. Uh, yeah, let's start with uh, our character. <laughs> Starting on my, on my near left, we have... This is Stan, uh, playing Kalana, the Night Elf uh, Ranger. On my far left, we have... I'm Zach, and I'm playing Crag Bolton, Goblin, Tinker, in a Tank. And directly across from me... It's John, and I'm playing Thorn, the half-ogre scenari- druid of the Sonarian Circle. On my far right... I'm Austin, and I'm playing Strafonio the Mad, kobold, wizard, uh, explorer of secrets, arcane explorer... Please don't scream into the mic. <clears throat> and Who likes to scream into the mic? Far right... I'm Holly, and I'm playing Tommy, the bronze dragon. Bronzed dragon. Cool. All right, and shall we dive right into it? All right. So it when... Was, it was well, my turn to heal Maxwell. Well, Worgen, take their turn. Maxwell, in Sanctuary, and the forces of Sanctuary continue to fire on all of the opponents because they are fighting on every front. Uh, I have dice if people need it, by the way. Thank, uh, Maxwell continues to channel the spell that he is preparing. I did. Get out of my car. <laughs> um, that is the Death Knights. So the the view plate, uh, the windshield of your of your tank. How reinforces the glass? I believe we determined that that was hardness of glass plus the hardness that I gave the tank, which I believe the hardness that I gave the tank was... Ah, great. I'm going to have to find the old sheet because I don't have the exact thing listed here. Let me find that. What are you doing? 
finding out how finding out how tough the hardness of loss plus your the tech score, right? Well, plus the hardness that he gave to the tank, which can change based on how much how much money he wanted to pour into it. Bulletproof glass. Yeah, but I thought it was one hardness per tech score, so he'd, I think he'd raised it by yeah sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. So sixteen hardness, <laughs> and then three dr. And what's the hardness of glass? Yeah. Uh, one. One. So 17 hardness. I mean, at least he's taking a cold shot, so. And how thick is this glass? A couple inches? Four inches? I mean, it's at the very least blast proof. So, so, probably a good two or three inches thick. So, a couple inches thick of glass. <laughs> glass has how many hit points per inch of thickness? One. Uh, no, it's no, either. It's I think it's five. Points or five? So it'd be 10 hit points. I'll be generous and say about 4 inches thick of glass. So 20 hit points. Yeah. With a hardness of what? Of 17 with a DR of 3. So. Hardness and DR don't stack. Yeah, so hardness 17. So what's the AC of the tank? AC is... is (laughs) 2. A Wrong. Thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really tough. Um, and he's making a cold shot. So yeah. I was just thinking, like, actually, like touch AC it was two. <laughs> yeah, the touch AC of the tank is terrible. Yeah, uh, but thankfully they're not trying to boop it. I yeah. think the touch AC is actually, yeah, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, successfully hits it. So it's like two in Faco. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how Faco works. I think you, you want your Faco to be low. So no, you've got it backwards. So it's, a tw- it's an 18 in Faco. Kind of? 39 points of damage. So yeah, 39. that's that's more than 20 over. 39? 39. 39, oh no, 39 minus 17 is, is 22. 22. Yeah. Yep. Done. So the, through the glass. The the Death Knight reels his axe back and just with both hands on the shaft rams the pommel through the glass as it shatters under the under the force. Now the better question is does he fit through the view screen? No. But he can reach now. He then with his second attack reaches through the glass to grapple you. So I need to roll it roll a well, first you just roll a touch attack against you. Do I have cover? Yeah, I'll say you have have improved cover. cover. Yeah, I'll say I'll say you have good cover. I have. I would imagine I have really good cover because this has a very large dashboard and everything. It has to fit, you know, a pretty big motor down here. But that definitely is your touch AC. So I need to roll me a grapple check. So is he like literally on the tank? Uh, basically, yeah. He's like he's not able to reach unless he's like on it. He's like pressed up against the windshield right now. Because he ran, tried to run him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the my... back end of the tank is up in the air. Is what we're saying. <laughs> Actually, no, I touch AC because I had that dexterity potion earlier. That would be. He rolled a nineteen on the die. He definitely hit your touch AC. Okay, yeah. It's like that. It's like that. Um... I don't know if you ever seen the Terminator movies. No, I haven't. Never mind then. <laughs> I don't watch movies. My grapple is terrible. <laughs> oh boy, this wasn't. But twenty three. No, that's thirty. I rolled well. But you're but... buckled in, so yeah. yeah that's right. He's got a seatbelt. Because there's no way I wouldn't have a harness on this thing. You definitely yeah. have a harness. How well does leather hold up? Uh, 
Isn't this made of that dragon skin? I don't you remember having dragon skill. You skin do. Ever. We do had. We did have dragon skin. Remember? But I don't think yeah, he factored that, that into building his tank, though. Because uh, I said, "Oh, I'm going <laughs> to use this dragon skin to make a thing, and you can have the rest." And you're like, "Sweet, I'm going to have some dragon skin leather." Yeah, but he never actually did that. Uh, I didn't that, declare that, that, and I. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he did that. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where you have to have actually made it's, the role. It's whatever. It's whatever would be durable enough for a good roll cage, which would be. Admittedly, metal-reinforced leather, but yeah. still leather. And also, all of my arms are going to be grabbing onto the chair as well, but... Yeah. So, I'm going to roll a strength check, and I want you to roll me an opposed strength check. With my arms? Yeah, with your arms. Because all of my arms are simultaneously grabbing the chair right now. Yeah. Ooh. Eh, not great, but... So, the way, the way to crag is through the windshield, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happens if you turn a steam suit on while someone's grabbing you? You suddenly have a size advantage. <laughs> no, but like, what happens to their hand? Because of the way that my steam suit actually works and the way that I actually have it, basically my trench coat kind of inflates up and replaces with metal plates, so he'd just be kind of pushed away. Yeah, he he's... wouldn't actually be caught in the gear work. Yeah, Darn. it, it turns on like Dexter's suit, didn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, it just kind of... It's, it's kind of like big bands, just like... Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, that's only a 17. You rolled 18 on the dice. So, the, there, there's this... There's that's this, a dead goblin. There's this snapping noise as your harness, like... Because your harness is built to stay intact, I'm feeling, the, I feel like the metal snaps pop before the leather tears. Yeah. So, your, your harness is still alive. You can still, like, re-affix it and strap yourself back in later. But, but it is no longer attached to the tank. It is no longer attached to you, so you... You are you are now being hoisted through the glass, so you're going to as you take glass to the face. Oh, rip crag, we salute you. You you take two points of damage as the glass um, cuts you across. I've the got face. a question: If you activated your steam suit, would you fit through the glass? Would you fit through the? Screen? It's currently not his turn. He can only activate his steam suit on his turn. And it also takes. Unless he has a hero point. It also takes a round. Darn! It takes a round to activate. So you you take two. It's points not of, instant. You take two points of slashing damage as as you're pulled through the glass, but just two. I've got all number of things horrible that I can do to people touching me to my own peril, but but you are you are now you are now being <laughs> held off the ground above this orc's head as as you are now outside of your tank, <laughs> and all of us have no idea this is going on. Now it's Toby's turn. The other option okay. was a lich, so I'm still okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other option I... was indeed Kelthazad. So I was flying back. You were flying towards. I'm. I you are was, arriving on this turn. Yes, I, I was looking for the lich. Yeah, you have yeah. arrived. You can make an action. But you cannot I, move. I have arrived where? Uh, at the at the site of the battle with the lich. Okay. So you you have you have moved to get here. You can take a standard action. You can't take a full round action. Am I inside? Yes. Do I fit I inside? In. You're a medium creature. Okay. So a bronze, a a, a bronze whelp flies through the window. Just... <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I can't attack him. You can. I can't. Well, not in melee, because you can't fly enough to get right next to him. But. Okay. You can cast a spell, or use dragon breath. Wouldn't dragon breath hit him too? Uh, Stephonio? probably. No one else. Is it a line? Yeah, it's a line. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm small. If I were to cast Time Hop, would I need to touch him? 
Yes. Time hop requires you to touch the person you're trying to, you're trying to mess with. Okay. Then I'm just going to breathe on him right now. All right. I need Strafonio and Keltazod to roll reflex saves. What do you breathe? Lightning. Lightning. Not fire. Darn. <laughs> oh, wait. Right. Forgot about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow you to roll an intelligence check. Okay. Because you just know things. Twenty-one. Liches are immune to electricity damage. Then I'm just gonna hold right now. Okay, cool. Good, because I rolled a natural one on that sa- on that saving throw. I don't know that. Although I'm too busy healing Maxwell, anyways. Uh, Craig, it's your turn now. <coughs> he is the only. He is physically on this tank, or is he like? Because it's a it's a very s- steep windshield. Is he like standing right in front of the tank and uh, then like at this point? He's got, like, one boot on the hood of the tank and the other one on the ground as he's pulled you out. And he's got you held up in the air. Like he stomped on the tank to stop it. Alright, um... Can I reach for my uh, Gnomish Remote Control? Uh, you're currently being held by the collar, so yes. Alright. Aim missiles at him. <laughs> no, I don't want missiles because I know I'm not going to kill this guy in a reasonable amount of time. If I do, there are still other people. I want to get out of here. And the way that I'm going to get out of here is with the tank. So, think about, think about how I want to do this. <clears throat> how do you want to do this? I could activate my steam suit, though, as well. <clears throat> so basically, I could either activate my steam suit and try to get out of here... Or try to use the tank to start flying away. If I wanted to use the remote to get the tank out, but I had to incur extra piloting penalties on the tank, how would that work? Would I just roll to see if I managed to control it, then roll flat for how hard it is to pilot? Or would I have to add something to that piloting roll because I'm using a remote instead of the controls? I would say that because you are using the gnomish, the, 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 the remote, um, what was the text of the remote? Like, how specifically does it control devices? Uh, I don't remember specifically. Where is the core rule? Core rules. Let me see. Big book. Uh, this one. Because I believe the gnomish remote control is like you have to make a use tech device check that exceeds a certain amount based on the device you're trying to control. Yeah. 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 Right. Um... It's based on the device's text complexity score or its hit die or whatever. Whatever it's using. Yeah. Um. I would say that if you would have to do something that would have a piloting check incurred, you would have to add the DC of the piloting check to your use tech device check for actually activating the thing because you are trying to RC a tank. Alright, then there's no way I'm going to be able to get enough speed factor to fly away from this thing fast enough with that kind of a check. So I'm just going to go with the safe option and activate the steam suit now. Alright. So, as a full round action, the steam suit grows and expands and suddenly while he was a second ago holding a goblin suspended in the air he is now holding the front of a goblin steam suit standing on the ground well standing a bit on the tank but yes yeah excellent 
And then Thorn, it's your turn. Um, how can I tell how injured Maxwell is still? Uh, undead, you can't tell. But <laughs> can he's, I make a medicine check? He's entirely focused on his channeling. Like you don't have experience with how undead hold together. You're not a necromancer. Uh, you have no clue exactly how many hit points he has, but he seems to be focused. He's not like dropping his spell to try and serve, try and save himself. Um. <clears throat> Because I am a horde race, and I do work with the Cenarian Circle. Yeah, but... Which is a neutral organization. You're still not a necromancer. Like, even the Forsaken at times have trouble telling how hurt each other are. Yeah. They can only tell how hurt they are. Um, okay, in that case, I am going to... Probably cast Starfire as soon as I find which book it's in. I think it's in the Alliance Player's Guide. Probably, because I'm pretty certain that most of that stuff is in the Alliance Player's Guide. Uh, I may have the rules for Starfire. I believe your dog is chewing at the door. <laughs> but while nope, that's going I have star on... star shards, okay. Um... Kalana is up after the ghouls, who are currently not a threat to anyone currently involved in the initiative order, so I'll ignore them. So what are you doing? Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, it's, it's, in, how many, it's in more magic in mayhem. I had left the uh, the room because I was... Yeah, you're outside the... So, so, the so I, yeah. I was, I was um, going towards, so the, towards the, the wall. I need Kel'Thuzov so to make a fortitude saving throw. Okay. Uh, it's going to so take gonna you... Two, two, it was like two rounds to get there or more? If you're flying? Yeah. yeah you were, if you were, you were flying, it would yeah. take you like three rounds. Three? Okay, yeah. so it'll be next round before I can really get doing anything. Yeah. Okay. That's what I shall continue doing. <clears throat> All right, so you're heading your way towards the wall. Yeah. Kelth is not a fortitude save, you say. Uh, I'm thinking he'll make it. Probably, but... Also spell resistance. Thirty-two. Um, it does also have spell resistance. Do I need to roll against that? Uh, yes. Um, that's twenty. Uh, plus your spellcaster level. Uh, spellcaster level is fourteen. Thirty-four. You make it. Okay. Um, hang on. Let me use this because I have a thing for this. Rather than trying to roll it out and forgetting my numbers. All right. Did he make the save? Yes. Because uh, it's a DC 25. Yeah, he made it. <laughs> while I'm flying, I'm going to cast a um, Cure Moderate Wounds on myself. Okay, go for it. While I'm doing that. All right, he takes 43 points of damage. Good. Oh, sorry, hang on. Nope. Plus another 14. Uh, 43 plus 14. 57. 57 points of damage. Um... And he is, and he has not lit on fire. All right, good, good, good. Uh, Strafonia. as a, basically a pillar of starfire. Yep, explodes no, no, explodes no, 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 into no, no. him from outside. Get out, beast! All right, start of my turn. Make a reflex save. All right, you saw the medicine trees. No. 
uh, I have star shards going on him. Oh, yeah. It's just an ongoing effect. Whoops. He, I guarantee you he makes it. Okay. Um, in that case, he takes 15 points of damage. Okay. And then... <clears throat> Guaranteed damage spells are good here. Yep. Ooh. Um, I can't crit him, right? No, he's undead. He's undead. I was hoping. This isn't really? Funny. No. Okay. Um, he's a. Uh, I do hit. Um, hold on. Let me double check. But I'm pretty sure that a forty hits him. Yes. And. Unfortunately, I think my effect only goes off if I successfully crit. Did you throw the, axe, the pickaxe at him? Yeah, I threw my pickaxe at him. Um, it doesn't just go off if I threaten, so... I don't get any mana back. So, physical damage, he takes... Eight plus Zach, can you give me a pencil? So he takes 47 physical damage. And... Nine fire damage. Okay. Um, as I hurl my pickaxe and as it strikes, uh, shadows envelop him momentarily. Uh, striking deeper in the... Pi- uh, I raise my hand and the pickaxe returns to it. Um... I don't think I have anything to do with my move action. Yeah. Um, I have plus 48 temporary hit points. Do you remember what that was from? No clue. A what? Plus? I think that's from my Mark of the Beast. Never mind. I think Mark it's from shape-shifting stuff, too. Yeah. It's from my Mark of the Wild. All right. Uh, How much because I forgot his turn, I'm going to put him in at the end of the initiative. Um, Sotophonio, what is your touch AC? Um, my touch AC currently is 39 minus 13, which is 26. That touches you. I need you to roll me a fortitude save. I can roll those. I can roll them better if I don't have like 15 bajillion things making my die lean. Someone have a die. Actually, I have a die roll one, I think. Ooh. You have the, the the D20 dice calculator? I think. App. It's one of the Fight Club apps. What's attacking me? Uh, Kel'Thuzad. Uh, he needs to roll against my mirror images, too. How many do you have left? Uh, he hasn't touched any, so seven. Okay. Yeah, because that happened after the touch. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the, the anti-magic field went down. Uh, that's a one. Well, darn. <laughs> uh... 31? Yeah, that touches you. Pardon? Yeah, that touches you. 
No, no, that was his fortitude save. Oh, fortitude save? Oh. Um, I'm going to say that makes it. Okay. It's about as high as I can roll. But I've got a good fortitude save. Because I, did, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't want to do the spell calculation right now, so I'm going to say that makes it. All right. But now I need to roll a lot of d8s. What's he yeah, casting? That's, that's what I used. I, I, I have the app on my phone. That's uh, what I was using it for. You want what, to roll it what for is you? he casting? Roll me 20d8, please. 20d8. Uh, roll me a spellcraft check, because you don't know this spell. 20d8 plus anything? Yeah. Like, is there anything that you're... That no, just 20d8. Just 20d8? Um, 77. Okay. How about 44 spellcraft check? It's some kind of variation on a frostbolt, but you don't know it. Okay. Because it's one of his spells. You take 77 points of cold damage. Ow. He didn't touch you, though. No, he didn't. Kalthazad, as as he looks around at these forces arranged against him, sees you having survived his, his mana detonation and just deciding to eliminate a threat before it becomes any bigger forms his hands together as a massive spear of ice begins to coalesce in his hands and he just curls it into your chest. Oh, you said I made my fort safe. Is that with making my fort safe? Yes. You're not chilled because you made your fort safe. I can't heal oh. him either, so... Although technically there's no danger in touching him anymore. Uh, yeah, that's... You still got mirror image up, so you'd have to actually touch him. Yeah. That's pretty bad. He's actively... He's actively making it impossible for me to heal him. So. Yeah. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I could cast... Said, how much was it? 76? 77. My only AoE heal spell currently... Although, no, I do, I do have cure wounds. I, I do have mass cure wounds. That might help. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, uh, next in line... I'm... Barely unconscious. <laughs> so Stefonio takes a spear of ice to the chest, mm-hmm. falls unconscious, and I believe your mirror image spell ends when you fall unconscious. Uh, no, because it's not concentration. Well, now there's one that's unconscious and several that are still moving around. No, they're also unconscious. Okay. <laughs> they're all playing dead with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of my spells end, actually. So you've got eight dead kobolds. So, unconscious. call my initiative because random stuff happens on my initiative, even if I'm not conscious. Okay. Um, back to the top with the Worgen. Uh, Kalana, you are still seeing Worgen moving throughout the city. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, those, those two uh, dire wolves mm-hmm. would... Uh, um, I imagine I would... Uh, the, 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 there was one that was attacking the... the, the uh, Wolves before the Lich King got there, and he would have. Uh, he's not the Lich King; he's just the Lich. The, the Lich, uh, yeah, whatever Lich. Yeah, he's we're not doing the. Um, the Lich dude. Yes, I'm sure. The that's Lich peon. Time. So on the way out, I would have uh, given the command for him to continue with you know go, going after those. So he's, he's, he's going to run. So well, he's going to run around with those. So that's going to be part of the. Right. He's just going to be part of the uh, alliance. All right, uh, cool. Go for it. Defenses uh, and all so, that stuff. So. Yeah, you're seeing but, you you are seeing more Worgen moving around, uh, attacking civilians. Okay. Um, um, I'm just heading to the wall to see what. All right. Uh, that doesn't touch Kelthazad, unfortunately. Um, Sanctuary's turn. Someone hand me the more Magic and Mayhem book that's right there in that stack. More alliance. 
It's the one on the right. Oh, that one. Where is the phase oh, shift spell that one at? Does anyone happen to know where phase shift is? That's in the Alliance Player's Guide. Alliance Player's Guide? Thank you. Pyroblast! You are a oh, powerful no. spell. Oh no. Are you unknowing? The person casting this is on Sanctuary's team. Oh, never mind. I need you to roll me 78 plus. Cast level? No, plus. Oh, that's right. He was doing that. He was for charging. Five rounds, I think? Yeah, he's been charging for several rounds. I'm going to say five rounds. 40 times five is 200. 17d8 plus 200. Nice. 277. 277 damage to Kel'Thuzad's face. Who is that? That's that's Maxwell. As, Maxwell, as he releases okay. this 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 pyro this fireball that he's been channeling has grown to the size that he has to hold it above his head now as he continues to channel. I'm still on his shoulder, yes, by the way. Well. And as he finally releases it, this massive roiling ball of fire that's almost as big as he is impacts with Kelthazad and detonates. Fire sent spreading in all directions as Kelthazad is scorched. Is Kelthasad still alive? Yes. Yeah, of course. He's not liking it, but he is alive. Good. God, what's I need calculator? I still have it. Yeah, but this is my this is secret oh. numbers. These are health numbers that I'm calculating here. Two hundred and seventy seven damages. Two hundred and seventy seven damages. Ah ha ha. Ow. Good. It took the count a while to get to that number. <laughs> Five rounds, in, in fact. All right. Um, now it's everyone else's turn. Um, so, Death Knight, who you just uh, turned into a steam suit in front of, is going to swing his axe at you. Alrighty then. What's your AC? In the suit? Really stinking high. <clears throat> 53. Uh, <laughs> it's can, because I also took all my potions. <laughs> he can definitely miss that. Um, <laughs> I don't have nearly as much damage output in the steam suit. Yeah, he misses but that. But I don't like dying a whole lot in it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have a hard time hitting that with his axe. He needs a can opener. Somebody fetch the Lich King's can opener. To be fair, the touch AC isn't nearly as good. The fourth attack does hit with a natural 20. Ouch. Oh, shucks. Let me see if I can confirm. No, that doesn't confirm, but I do hit you. Okay, good, you're not critting my suit. This reminds me of, uh, on our Saturday game, I'm playing a wizard with 22 AC whenever anybody tries to hit him. Because he's got mage armor on with a, with a staff that gives him plus one to his AC and a dexterity of plus three. Nice. So his natural AC is 17. When you try to hit him, he can use a char- two charges on the staff to cast shield. Upping his AC, upping his AC to twenty two until his next turn. Yeah, shield's a nice reaction spell. Oh yeah, up your AC by five in response to one attack. Bing. Uh, so that is thirty one points of damage to you. 
Alright then. And that is magical slashing this, damage. This this fourteen hit point wizard just can't get hit. So hard to supplies. Uh yeah. Awesome. Thirty three you said? Yeah. Awesome. Uh next up is Tommy. Oh wait, no, sorry, sorry. Kelthazad. Need to remember him. He's hurt, but he's not gone. Yeah, remember Kelthazad. He remember, eats, remember he the eats Strafonio's corpse. Of November. It's not a corpse currently. Cannibalism. Yeah, it's currently not a corpse, and does he kind of wants to fix that. Does because... it qualify as cannibalism if it's not your own species? Uh, if the living thing... That... Sentient. Yeah, if it's a sentient creature eating another sentient creature is cannibalism. I always thought cannibalism was eating your own species. There's well, multiple definitions. Listed. Yeah. That's how it is... You know, on life. Earth, because there's only there's one only, really there's, sentient there's species only to worry one about. Sentient species to define it, yeah. But I, I, I feel like in a fantasy setting, cannibalism is eating another sentient species. I, in a fantasy world, I feel like there'd be two separate terms. Yeah, there's this, you know, like racial cannibalism and just general cannibalism. <laughs> Alright, uh. So he's gonna just, uh. How many mirror images do you have? Seven. Okay. So, seeing the body on the ground that still has its mirror images, uh, and seeing that the pyroblast is fired at him, uh, Kel'Thuzad floats a little bit off to the side to where he can draw a cone between Strafo- uh, with that includes Strafonio and... Uh, and... Maxwell. Maxwell, which also includes me, which also includes you, and thrusts his hands forward as a barrage of ice shards fly out of his hands. Does spell resistance resist this? Uh, yes, because I currently have spell resistance. What is your spell resistance? Man, it's not. Very I think high. he can still get through it pretty much easily, as long as he didn't roll a one. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, he needs to not roll a one, which he didn't. Okay. Uh, I mean. Still have, still make him roll, so... Yeah. One in twenty. Silly. I mean, everyone is hit by this roll of fortitude save. That I can do. Who's hit by it? Uh, Maxwell, uh, Austin, can you... and Strafonio. Can okay. Strafonio make a fortitude save when he's unconscious? I mean, for, it's literally just toughness. My body is still... Theoretically, yeah, you can't do it. he can't I make can't a reflex save, but theoretically... He can't make a reflex or a will save, but theoretically he can make a fort save. Um, Thirty-four. Uh, 34, you're good. Um, how many hit points does the crow have? Uh, I want to say That's like... That's irrelevant. Three. Is it not? Yeah, it's not relevant. You, you, your own... Oh, I, only, I have my own hit point pool. Okay. Yeah. In fifth, ed, in fifth ed, you take the hit point of the creature, yeah. and when it dies, you well, go back, because you have basically you have bonus hit points. But... Yeah. This is not fifth ed. No, it's not. I keep thinking it is. No, I, mean, I don't think you... I keep thinking the same rule applies. Though your your constitution's probably lower, you probably lost hit points Seven. being a crow. Constitution. Um. But I also have Mark of the Wild, which it gives me a bonus, gives me a boost back to it. So. Forty-two. Forty-three. Fifty-four. Fifty-three. Okay. I doubt a twenty-four makes the fort save. No. So you're chilled for 
by your unconscious. Unconscious you and chilled. Yay. Uh, everyone takes um, 53 points of cold damage. Well, you burst through my temporary hit points. I mean, I'll, I was I'll, at negative two, so... Are you dead? Well, actually, I, correction, I need to make a touch attack on each of you. Like, because it's, it's make a touch attack on everything in the area, which I'm Oh, it's to touch attack. Is, oh, well, in that case, it has to, yeah, it has to go against the... Oh. I feel like it's an area, so I think it's a touch attack against all of your mirror images. Because it's, like, touch attack on everything in the area. It would probably, yeah, it would probably destroy all of your mirror images. Because um, it would hit all of them. And you. We all occupy the same square, so it, yeah, it's kind of an interpretational thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm auto-hit because I don't have... Because I'm uh, helpless. Not moving. Yeah. So, all I've got are the mirror images. I think all your mirror images get hit as well, though. Okay, I'm dead. Yeah. Bye, Strafonio. You're dead? I'm at negative two hit points. Yeah, rip Strafonio. I don't um, have a 55 constitution. Um, so yeah, it needs to hit my... Uh, needs to hit my touch AC. We're going to be able to bring you back, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, AC is currently you elevated. You have a thing. Yes, you do, Holly. I do I have mean, a thing. I can... I, I have the ability to resurrect people. I No, I, I have a thing. Yeah. So do I if it doesn't blow up. I'm, I also have the ability to resurrect people. I am a human. So, um, touch AC for me is currently 25. That's a natural one. You do not take that damage. Yay! Maxwell takes that damage. <laughs> the crow on his shoulder, nothing happens. Him, though. <laughs> you kind of hit behind his shoulder. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next in line is Tommy. Okay, I'm going to cast Rewind. All right, so... Rewind. Taking a step back. Rewind everything that just happened to the Tommy's last round. As Tommy realizes what's going on, sees Strafonio die under a barrage Wait, of... Wait, does that also blast. rewind the Pyroblast? Uh, no, because the Pyroblast happened around prior. No, it didn't. No, the Pyroblast... Just happened. Just happened. Oh, yeah. happened yeah. It'll get rethrown. But it'll still do the same amount of damage. Uh, all the numbers are re-rolled. Because yeah. happenstances are different. Because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I, will, I will keep the same numbers because I don't want to keep rolling that. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to roll 17d8 plus 200 again. That's why I have a roller over here. It might go higher. Yeah, also might go lower. <laughs> but... Also, Tommy's last round was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because Maxwell goes first, and Tommy goes closer to the end. So rewinding everything, one round as as Tommy realizes what's going on, and and uses her abilities as as a bronze dragon to rewind time just enough that she might be able to influence something. You find yourself back on your turn when you just arrived. Okay. Well, actually, no. This yeah, this is your turn again. Stefania is already down. Can I touch him at this point? Uh, the lich. Yes. No. No. Yeah, because no. you just got here. Yeah that, yeah, that was your move action. You've got a standard action to move with. Yeah. You can double move, but... But then I can't. I still can't cast anything. No. 
Oh, you can cast something. You can't do anything, but I theoretically can. You can also you. say things. You have you have full knowledge of what just happened in the round that you just rewound. I think she could time stop or time hop me or move me from time. She'd have to touch you though. I'd have to touch you. And you're on the ground as a mirror image. Uh. You you actively make touching you difficult. I mean, yes. Belly flop the general area. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. It should. How did he die the last time? Um, Kel'Thuzad released a barrage of frost bolts that attacked everything in the area. Okay. I feel like rewind doesn't actually help the situation. Okay, I don't know you can how. say things. There are people in this room. Yes. And they might be able to do things. Okay. What do you do? I mean, I feel like if he's going to cast it. Um... Who's in the room? Maxwell. Thorn. Maxwell and a crow. And a direwolf? And a direwolf. One of the direwolves? And Strafonia. Yeah. What what did he cast? What was it called? Uh, you don't know what it was called, but you know that he unleashed a torrent of shards of ice that killed <laughs> Stavaria attack ice spell and, dam- and damaged. Uh, Maxwell. You might Maxwell. call it a cone of cold. No, no, it's not. It's not a cone of cold. It's not a cone of cold, but it is a cone of cold. <laughs> okay, uh, when when I get in, I'm going to say, um, what were they? Ice shards. Yeah. Ice shards. Okay. Beware, he's about to he's about to cast ice shards on the entire room. Watch out for ice shards. Watch out for ice shards. And they're deadly. Okay. Uh, okay. Then it's down to Craig's turn from the previous thing. I'm assuming you do the same thing again. Which was turn on your steam suit. Yes. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume I don't that want if, die. If, if Tommy wasn't in Which, the area, technically, the same events happen. What? Well, no. He still has to re-roll, though. I have to re-roll, Which and that was a he... one. Oh, ho, 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 ho. crap! No, but like, do you have to re-roll if you have if there is no possibility of what she did affecting you? I mean, that would there was no possibility of her saying anything affecting a pyroblast. So, yeah, you still have to re-roll the dice because the action no longer happened. Now it's to happen again. So, what happens to your steam suit? Delay malfunction happens. Delay malfunction happens. Yes. <laughs> Or they explode. Which also changes what the uh, Death Knight's going to do. Oh, wait a second. <clears throat> meddling with time has massive repercussions. That's a 19, almost a natural 20, but that is enough to delay it, so I do get D4 to delay it. That's two rounds. No, that's one round. Is it a D4 plus one or is it a D4? It's just a D4. So that's one round that it gets delayed. Um... Do I, did, did I take the full round to do that, or can I do something now? Uh, I'm going to say that you've realized that it was malfunctioning on, on your standard action. All right. And slip out of your coat. <laughs> the malfunction on this thing's random, isn't it? Uh, ah, yeah. great. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> become a human. Become a goblin bomb. Become a goblin bomb. <laughs> Just screw it. Grenades. He said he was holding it by the collar, right? Yeah, he's holding you by the collar. It's kind of a baggy trench coat. I'm. Would that be an escape artist check to try to slip out of my coat? Yeah. To escape this grapple? If yeah. you slip out of your coat, what are you doing? Running. Slipping down. 
fleeing. Uh, but you would, can't flee because you don't have any of your stuff. That would abandon my arms. Could I slip out of it back into the tank through the hole, or has he pulled me too far away from it? I mean, you're currently... You would take slashing damage because you'd be trying to tumble through the glass, but you theoretically I mean, do it with your move action. You can always make an escape artist check to against a grapple. Like, you can make an escape artist... That doesn't artist. change the fact that his trench coat might explode with him wearing it. Like, I would say that... That's the concern you can, here. You can make Not an escape artist part. check to, to escape the coat. That'll be easier than trying to escape the grapple. Because right. he gets to try and resist you if you're trying to escape the grapple. Right. But if you try and escape the coat you're wearing... You will lose the coat, but you will get out of the grapple easier. If you want to get back in the tank, you can use your move action, but you'll take some slashing damage from getting back to the glass quickly. And an entire opportunity. And he could probably just grab me again, unless I went far enough behind the cockpit, far enough behind the windshield. If I hid behind the chair, he probably wouldn't be able to reach me anymore. Yeah. And you'd be somewhat safe from if it explodes. Yeah. Or does any other number of horrible things? Because chances are fairly good that it would like half unfold, then do something terrible. Like a, I don't even know what would happen if it function locked at this point. <laughs> just continue to grow. It would keep trying to unfold and just randomly start shifting around. Just, I guess it, it's, it's shear itself apart. It's that is that thing where the, like the the um, the like expanding the, the 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 gears get locked, trying to turn in the direction that unfolds them. So it just starts clink clink clink. Clink, clink. Because a lot of these malfunctions... Hmm. Actually, I think that's the only malfunction that keeps the action that you're doing. Most of them would just stop it from unfolding, period. In which case, being in the coat wouldn't help me. Does that malfunction affect the arms, or is it just going to affect the ability for it to act as a steam suit? I would say the trench coat as a whole... Yeah, it's the, yeah. the trench coat. The the device, device, it's a single hundred. device that's breaking. It ain't gonna save me. I got enough grenades automatically just loaded into the missile system that that can save me. Yeah. So I need to get back in the tank. I don't need that coat anymore. And if it explodes, hey, bonus. <laughs> Roll me an escape artist check. I actually have points in that. Points don't matter when you get a lousy roll, though. Um, What'd you roll? Because you remember, you're escaping from your coat. I mean, that is a seven. Is that grand total seven? No, that was, I rolled a seven. My escape artist already is higher than that. That's good. Nuts. So you had to escape from half his grapple check versus his whole grapple check. Which is viable. That was bad. 23? Uh, half his grapple check. He only rolled a 30 on the grapple check. Yeah, you, you get out. Yes! All right. Thank goodness. Cool. And I'm going to try to tumble right through that glass. All right. Uh, you take four points of slashing damage as you go through. But you make it. All right. What? What is rejuvenation? Are you going to... Run to the other end of the tank to get out of his reach. Uh, How big is he? Is he medium or large? He's medium. He's medium. Hmm. 
could he theoretically try to climb through that even if it was really awkward? Uh, he could theoretically just break the glass some more to try and climb through. Which he probably will. So that will only delay the inevitable. Um, if you don't go in your tank, where are you going? I'm... I'm climbing into the tank, obviously, because I can't he's outrun this to, guy. He's trying to determine where he's going to go in the tank. Yeah, because my Goblin Rocket Boots are in my trench coat, which I can't access anymore. So... What's your tank fly? If you just hit, hit the controls in your tank and fly. I, I'm not going to have enough time left in this round no, to this do round. anything moving with the tank, am I? Oh, no. So. I mean, you can uh, move to the back of, back of your tank in your next round and move back to the control panel and use it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to just duck behind the chair, basically. Okay. I actually can't resurrect you. No, you can't. You don't have resurrect because you're a druid. Because I'm a druid, not a priest. Thorn. I thought I, I misunderstood what rejuvenation does. Um, Like good heal spells require me to touch him, but I can at least try to get him back up. Um, uh, you've got I do have area most, effect cure. I, yeah, I have area effect cure wounds. But, but you'd it, have to cure a lot. Yeah. I mean, you're only a negative well, two no, right now. You're only a negative two now. Yeah. But even if, even if, I, but I'd have to kill, I have to cure at least 50 to, to keep him from auto, from to keep him from auto killing him with the same spell. I don't go before him, do I? You do, actually. Oh, yes. well then. You do. Um, hey. How much does cure serious mass? mass? That's a 7th level spell. I don't have that. Um, I think you can only cure light mass. No, I can cure medium mass. Medium mass. So that's going to be 2d8 plus serious 14. Serious is 7. Everything 14. else is lower. 2d4 uh, plus uh, caster level. Or sorry, 2d8 plus caster level is going to be cure moderate mass. Yeah, cure moderate mass. Mm -hmm. I can do that. How many people can I target with that? Thirteen. Ouch. Can I, can I target enemies with cure moderate mass? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to cure moderate mass targeting Kelthazad and him. Okay. And, and Tommy, just for good measure. I don't know if Tommy's injured not, or not. You may as well target her though. Can I tell if Tommy's injured? Uh, are you injured, Tommy? I don't think she. Is. I can make a medicine uh, check. No, I'm not. No, she hasn't been hit yet. Oh, okay. She's completely healthy. I haven't been touched. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will... And yourself. So, I haven't been touched either. Oh, well, never mind then. I didn't even get touched when he cast the spell. Um, alright, so 2d8 plus cast level, you said? Yep. Actually, it might be 2d8 plus 2 per cast level, because that was... The, no. No, that was It's 2d8 plus cast level. That was Starfire, yep. 8. 16. Uh, 16 plus 14 is 30. 30. So you heal back up to twenty-eight, which still might not save you, but and I need to do spell. I need to roll against the spell resistance <clears throat> because I, I'm pretty certain he's not willing to be cured. Yep. As soon as I find my d twenty, natural twenty. Don't. I, yes, you get through the resistance. I also don't know what save. Will you? Will save. Uh, will okay. save. Will negates or will for half? Uh, as soon as I get up to the seas, I'll tell you. It's going to be in the inflicts. It's not going to say in cure. It behaves as inflict. Oh, well, in that Oops. case. Back down to eyes. 
I believe it's negates, but I don't know. Uh, inflict uh, will half. Will for half. Okay. All right, he takes half then. So, 15. Is that the half? Yeah. Okay. 15 is half. Not as much damage as it did to him last time, but... Kalana, you're still doing the same thing you were doing. the same thing I did. Stephonio. Alright, so beginning of my turn... um, You didn't hear what Toby said because you were unconscious, but... Make a reflex save. He doesn't heal himself. Alright, he's still going to die. Makes a reflex save. I can't heal myself. He takes 15. I thought you had the ability to heal yourself. Not without mana. Oh. (laughs) He also takes 24 damage from the Lingering Shadows. Okay. Um, At this juncture in time... I'm out of mana... I've used my main attack. So... Um, probably step away and hurl my pick at him. Okay. Step up. Get, get out of immediate radius so he can't touch me and throw things at him is the plan. Do the chains get an attack of opportunity? Uh, they're not you, you technically were... weapons. No, they do. They do. They do? Yeah, they're they're, they're not weapons. weapons. They're sentient. They're sentient weapons. Like specifically, it says in the chains of Kel'Thuzad that if he gets an attack of opportunity, he could have a chain make it for him. Okay, so he gets one attack. Right. Yeah. Because I only trigger one attack of opportunity. Yeah. And he only has a one in eight chance of hitting me. That definitely hits your AC, but that's an eight. Okay, I'm good. Um, so yeah, move to the opposite corner of the room. Wherever in the room is furthest from him is where I'm moving. And 36 to hit him? Uh, that should, You said his AC was a 35 last time, I think. Yeah. Or a 35 hit him at one yeah. point. 35 did hit him at one point, yeah. So he takes... Oh, that is a D8. Austin, D6. talk into your mic. Yep, that was a D8, not a D6. Okay. Um, 11 fire damage and... 6 physical damage. Uh, continuing to scream, of course, no touch in every language known to man. I think you may have made up for the remaining damage that I've missed. Because I did, I did 50-some-odd damage to him with my, uh, with my um, Starfall, Starfire that didn't happen now. Yeah. Um, so 15 plus the extra damage that you were able to do because you're awake. Uh, no, it would have happened if I was not awake. Only the star shards went off last time, not the sh- not the lingering shadows. 
Oh, uh, well, he never said it was my turn, so I didn't roll any of it, actually. Oh. Because you died before your turn came around. Uh, even if I'm dead. Yeah. And I didn't die before my turn came around if Kel'Thuzad hadn't gone. No. no Tommy's between you and Kel'Thuzad. You were unconscious. In the initiative. Yeah. You were dead when Kel'Thuzad's next turn came around. You, yeah, you were unconscious. Tommy went well, back to he was, her he turn while you were unconscious. He wasn't dead, he was unconscious, and then yeah, Kel'Thuzad I killed can't him. have been you dead were... by that point. Yeah, but we... You just skipped my turn yeah. and forgot to trigger my stuff. Uh, either way. <laughs> but either way. Either way. Anyway. Uh, you just went. Top of the round. Sanctuary. Releases his uh, Pyroblast. 277. Yep. Although, to be fair, we probably should re-roll that because he had to re-roll, too. Yeah. Roll it. 17d8 plus 200. Yep. 267. 10 more hit points to Kelpazad. This is it. It immediately begins preparing something else. Um, Kalthazad. Oh, my dear bronze dragon. Too bad you can't do anything about it. And begins to cast a spell again. But, uh, Maxwell, now knowing what the spell is coming, uh, immediately releases his counterspell using a spell that negates the spell, and it just, uh, as he releases a swath of fire, it battles back the the oncoming cold, and the spell is cancelled. Because if you know the spell is going to be cold, you can use an opposing spell as a counter spell. Yay. <clears throat> Not rip, Strafonio. Uh, just rip crag. Just rip crag. <laughs> Tell me it's your turn again. We traded Stefonio for oh, Craig. Actually, no. still, Death Knight. Uh, I sure, still have a chance. I'm not sure if the trade was worth it. <laughs> as Death long as he doesn't reach over my chair, I'm fine. As long as he can't break the glass and charge me that aggressively this round right now, I'm okay. Um, I'm hoping it'll take a move action for him he, to crawl through that hole and that he can't. He's also a Death Knight. He can rap. just Death Coil you. I mean, he could death quell me, but that wouldn't kill me. I don't care if I'm at two hit points. I can pilot a tank to get the heck out of here at two hit points. So, um, as you as you drop out of the coat, he looks surprised for a second as he's still holding the coat, and he looks down and sees you scampering through the glass. He just kind of tosses the coat to the ground for a second, picks his picks You're gonna his axe that. Up, and just drives it through the rest of the glass to create a bigger opening, and then just kind of. Is he going to have to roll damage on that, I guess? Or is it just because I, it's cracked? It's, it's, already, it's already crashed open. I was going to say he widens the hole. Yeah, alright. He like looks through and sees that you've hidden behind the hole and just kind of reaches forward and thrusts the axe into the hole and a death <laughs> coil bursts out of the weapon at towards you. What's your touch AC? Uh, Without the coat? Not good enough. The coat actually doesn't do anything. I have armor other than the coat. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Behind the chair. 19, actually. Still hit you. Darn. Uh, Partial cover? 
for or will save for half. All right. Good thing goblins aren't weak-willed. 21. You take half. All right. Uh, so you take 15 damage of necrotic damage. Cool. Still alive. Uh, then it is Tommy's turn. <laughs> then your suit goes off okay. like a nuclear warhead and you die anyways. <laughs> now I'm going to cast Time Hop on him. Okay. What was the save on that? Does it offer spell resistance as well? Yes. Uh, I do not have it written down on here. What's the, what book is it in? What book is it in? It's not. It's from Pathfinder. Oh. Well, I can't help you there. I think Austin said he's checking. Yeah, he's checking on it. Yeah, there's literally a spell from the psionics book of oh. Pathfinder. Or, no, it's actually 3-5, psionics. Well, then, while we're waiting on that... Yep, uh, next up in line is Thorn, so get your stuff ready for uh, when... Actually, no, sorry, next up in line is Crag. And you're in a completely different battlefield, so you can actually start where you're doing now. His, yes, all right. Um, your suit was only delayed for one round, so it explodes now. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, it, it explodes oh, right it, now. It, 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 roll, roll, malfunctions. Malfunctions. roll, roll, malfunction. Roll the malfunction. It's a will save to negate it. It lasts one round per level, and it can yeah. target anyone within close range. If I remember correctly, not ten touch. isn't something that has a oh, disastrous effect touch. immediately. I th- so I could have cast. Actually, that might here. be. Uh, yeah. It might be one of them that has a disastrous effect. However, it's a will save to negate. Okay. So. Yeah, he negates it. Dang it. Backfire. What happens? So it all, no, no, all weapons on the device backfire, dealing their damage to the operator, but there's no operator because I got away. So it just explodes. Are they aimed itself. at him? Or I'm going to say that because there is no operator to backfire into, and he was the last one to hold the coat and he tossed it on the ground, that it just hits in a 10-foot area around him. So, what weapons does the steam suit even have? Um, it has the giant mecha axe. It has an electric field that goes around said mecha axe, and then it has a all bunch of, the of various arms. And the grenades that are on those arms. It doesn't have the arms. the The grenades wouldn't malfunction. They're still in the trench. Oh yeah, they're still in the trench. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say that the axe like spins in all directions and just kind of buzzes around. And, and then all of the field. arms also go around and slap everything. <laughs> yeah. So the trench coat just becomes a whirling dervish. Yeah. <laughs> it just like buzzsaw. It just like that that moment when you like let go of a um of a a spinning top of like a like a a fan blade that's yeah. automatic. And you yeah. just like go of it in the middle of the air and you go Yeah. It just like spins wildly out of control. Alright. Alright. I have to actually do something. Roll the damage on that, please. Roll the damage on that? Yeah, I'll say so that'll be an attack from the axe. Takes reflex for half. Which he doesn't make. Oh, he just rolled damage. Okay. Uh, let's see. That was a... As it chips at his heels. <laughs> well, you know, negative, not, you know, negative, it didn't do the most Three. damage it could do. Positive, it didn't create a nuclear holocaust. So. 15 plus. Also positive, and the trench coat is still there. <laughs> the trench coat is still mostly intact. 
and then add strength as well. Yeah. Oh, I've got to calculate the strength without me in it. Uh, that'd be 26 plus... Oh, yeah. That's... It's whatever your strength in the Steam suit is, minus your strength. 33. 33 damage. It, like, digs into the back of his armor. He's like, ah! Well, he doesn't actually cry out in pain. He's undead. He doesn't feel pain, but... (laughs) Do I at least savor the sweet surprise in his face? Yeah, he looks surprised for a second there. I'm going to use that opportunity of him being surprised to immediately jump back to the controls and get the heck out of Dodge. Go for it. <laughs> yes. It's just well, actually, full reverse. His boots on it. I probably don't want to fly away. I'm just going to kind of stick it in reverse and then just watch him fall on his face. <laughs> How fast can your tank go in reverse? As fast as I want it to. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to really quickly calculate that because I'm going to take 10 on this because I know never to roll ever again in my life. <laughs> and how many times do I get Tank to take malfunction. 10? Tank malfunction. Tank explodes. I, get, I still get three more uses of that because I used two on the death ray. So that's one more. So I have two more uses left. That'd be 10. Let's see how much I can get. Be 20 plus constrained combat. How many speed factors do I want to go up by? All of them. Seven. <laughs> I mean, yes, but... <laughs> All of the speed factors. How many levels of speed factors you are you on? Certainly not 39. Like, and it's just a straight like line. Putting in a reverse isn't harder than going forward, so... You My I, I'm just imagining your ear is... shift like, has as many gears backwards as it is forward. <laughs> I need to really quickly click, click, click. look up it's like how many feet per round this two, speed reverse, three, reverse, four. reverse 12. <laughs> Look up. It's just like a Christmas tree both ways. Like, up left, one, up right, two, up left, three. Fifteen. Too many options for there to actually be any real sense behind it. Yeah, it's Goblin. Four for each. That'd be... Twelve gears. What's... Twelve what's, gears forward and back. What gear is Farfencougar? <laughs> and then there's just that's like... That's the special gear. And then there's a gear that's just got a skull next to it. Yeah. That's the self-destruct gear. It's, so it's, I can go it's to, a skull with like Christmas lights on it. So I'm going to go 0 to 60 in one round because I took 10 on this. And I can actually do that without worrying about malfunctioning. 0 to 60 in 6 seconds. Yeah. So that <laughs> equals... Which is not as fast as some sports cars. No. no. But this is a tank. <laughs> so it's about 18 times more than a sports car. I mean, it is Which, faster for those than of you wondering, tanks, so. is like 8,000 feet per round. So he hits the wall of sanctuary. This thing just took off like, like a muscle car. Yeah. Actually, how close am I to the wall? No. You are gonna hit the wall. How close am I? Uh, you're like 200 feet. Well, when in that case, in, I'll go up fewer speed scenario. categories, you but can't... turn. <laughs> yeah. In that case, well, you, you came in charging, so you would have been going straight when you when you entered the battle. You would just be going straight back to where you came because he didn't change the direction of your tank. Can get that so fractions of seconds. Well, that's the whole purpose of drag racing is how fast you can get from to top speed in fractions of seconds as opposed to full seconds. Mm. That's why your your um, the actual metric in drag racing is not 
how quickly you get to the finish line so much as it is how quickly you get off the tree. And it's measured in like point oh oh six, point oh oh eight, point oh oh whatever. Okay. So Ouch. being able to make a full ninety degree turn to start going <laughs> along the wall instead of ramming directly into it, I only managed to go like at fifteen <clears throat> mi no not fifteen mile hour. Yeah. Thirty mile an hour. So you know. I'd like to clarify though that that is basically you went from standing there to a full horse gallop. And then you did a sharp 90-degree turn... In reverse. At, in reverse at a full horse gallop. Is this person still clutching onto the hood somehow? No. It's like... He is like... As he... As the uh, death coil, like, blasts into him and he feels his body, like... Question. Yes. Did the axe get caught in the window? No. Oh, shucks. Because that would have been great. And, and he, <laughs> he, he feels himself convulsed with the necrotic energy. He just kind of looks up and spits something in Goblin at him. As he like grabs the grabs the, the the gear shifter and slams it as far back in reverse as he can go and hits the gas while simultaneously spinning the wheel to the right, and so the tank just kicks up dust as it takes off while simultaneously trying to turn, and so it just pulls like this massive swooping arc that like brushes up against the side of the wall of sanctuary before it just guns off to the side as he lets as he lets the wheel slide away back to straighten his hand and he's now just like hitting reverse at 30 miles an hour I'd also like to imagine that he, since he was standing on the hood that he fell face first into the little axe trap thing that my trench coat now is <laughs> like the, the trench coat le the like the, uh, the 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 tank leaves out from under his foot which was propped up against the tank and so he's like stumbles forward for a second as his foot hits the ground as the axe as the like the spinning trench coat hits him in the back <laughs> I'm okay with this can you know much remote control to activate your steam suit to fly the trench coat back to you? It's malfunctioned. You so it, it, it doesn't work anymore. I have to fix it before I do that. I can do a lot of things. I can't pilot a broken it, machine from is, 100 feet. Plus. It is currently loot. <laughs> and if he tries to loot it, he will die a million painful deaths. Because nobody takes Crag's money. He's already dead. <laughs> he will die a million more painful deaths. Thorn. Um. Oh, uh. Oh, time hop didn't work. That's right. It did. Oh, time hop did not time work. Time hop yes. didn't work. Yeah. Um, well. I'm going to cure moderate mass again, targeting Kel'Thuzad and uh, uh, Strafonio. Okay. Eight and seven. Fifteen plus fourteen. Twenty-nine. Successfully will save. Let me see if I actually penetrate your spell resistance. That's another. That's a nineteen, uh, which it's cast level, right? Yeah, plus your cast level. So nineteen plus four, uh, plus <clears throat> plus nineteen plus fourteen is thirty. Thirty three. Yeah, I'll say it works. All right. Uh, so he takes fourteen points of damage. All right. Stefano, you just got healed for another twenty nine. 
Also, it is Kalana's turn. You are about to. Make I would cast rejuvenation on you, okay. but I can't. I'm just gonna uh, fly up the wall, um, jump off onto the top of the wall, looking down and see what's out there, and um, send Moonshade up. Roll me a perception check. Spot. You see a tank okay. flee. I probably heard that scraping against the wall. Uh, the forty. Yeah, you you hey you spot the tank like hitting mass reverse and scraping up against the wall as it tries to turn. You see the army uh, that is kind of scattered because of the, the whole tank ramming into them, but they're like reforming. You also see some large shapes approaching in the distance from south of you as you look around, and also west of you. Southwest. Okay. No, like one from south, one from west. Yeah, yeah, no, south and west. Just, oh, just one from each direction? Okay. Um, They're approaching from west-east. Wait, what? Moonshadow's going to go to the head south and see what that is. He's going to be flying at about uh, 300 feet. So right here. All right, go yes, for sir. it. Uh, take yes, him a couple rounds to get too close, but... Actually, it'll, they'll be approaching him, too, so it'll yeah. probably be there by the next round. That's yep. right. Okay. Uh, Strafonio. All right. Step one, make reflex save. I don't think he can fail. Step one. He can roll a one. He didn't roll a one. He rolled next to a one, but next to one, as so you know, is 19. Oh. So he takes 27 damage and then 15 damage. Next to one on the d20 is 19. You said how much? Uh, 27 and 15. 27 and 15? So, 42. <laughs> I rolled a 30 to hit him with my pickaxe? No. Okay. Clang, 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 clang. That's my turn. All right. Uh, how almost dead are you? Eh. <clears throat> how close to full are you? No. Okay. I will keep healing you and damaging him. All right. Um, Maxwell? Okay, I need to... I wonder if he's identified that the Calling Raven is the, is the source of the cure spell. Oh, he's identified it, but... Okay. Uh, okay, so... First off, battlefield. Uh, Kalana, you see the approaching shape, approaching shape in the west, and your bird sees the approaching shape in the south. Yep. The approaching shape in the west is a massive floating uh, structure that looks to be suspended by two That's large funny. crimson uh, <clears throat> zeppelin balloons. Oh, uh, chain linked together by a massive iron catwalk. It looks to be something along the shape of a massive gunboat. There is a, sna- there is a snarling wolf's head with the front face of a massive cannon jutting from the front as you can see what appear to be lower hatches opening as guns are manned and a massive repeller in the back is pushing it forward. Your bird 
sees a large boat-like shape coming from the south that is decked in blues and silvers and golds with a massive eagle head on the front as it is Ah. kept aloft by four four propellers on each of the corners as much smaller but still numerous cannons on the sides are rotating and swiveling into place. Horn Alliance airships. Okay, yeah. I'm so glad I took your... Your suggestion of a little loot vacuum okay. on the bottom. I like <laughs> to pick up my trench coat. There you go. <laughs> loot vacuum on the bottom of the tank. Best idea. Um, it really was. Meanwhile, does that get spell <laughs> resistance? It does. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Would you please stop emoting without letting us know what you're emoting about? 21 points of damage to Kel'Thuzad. Oh. From um, Maxwell, who's just like, with the with his wrist and the bit of mana that he's got left, just thrust his hand and spit fire at Max at, uh, at Kel'Thuzad. I feel um, like I'm about to have to go start punching Kel'Thuzad. You say 21 oh, damage? Fire? I didn't know there was yeah. a rap battle. That's, um... Spit hot fire. Uh, I don't. Shifoni doesn't have any ranks in perform rap, so that's going to turn out very poorly. Shifoni's <laughs> um, rap would get very repetitive very quickly. It'd be no touch, no touch, no touch, no touch. <laughs> Hardly the Hamilton of our day. Um, enemies, uh, Death Knights, see what's going on. Um, the leader spots the two airships. And turns and issues orders to the rest of the Death Knights who continue to march forward. He himself raises his axe in the air before him, and a black gate opens up, headed by a goat skull as it forms a rift in front of him. He steps through, and the gate shuts behind him, and he disappears. Gated away. Uh, coward. Meanwhile, darn, Kel'Thuzad over here too. Looks around, <clears throat> sees what's going on. Looks at the group of you. <sighs> I can still finish this. All I need is one blow. And he begins to cast again, and he once again casts a greater uh, frostbolt of uh, a frostbolt volley. And unfortunately, Maxwell does not have enough mana to counter this. Nope. Touch my touch AC is still twenty-five. In the corner of the room, I still in the area of effect. Yeah, he moves to position. Okay. Uh, that does not hit you because <laughs> you rolled a natural one again. Maxwell. I feel like I just took. Actually, can I say that I took off? Yeah. Because I'm gonna do. I'm gonna move. Maxwell. Round, so. Also, he doesn't hit Maxwell. <laughs> if he rolls another natural one, <laughs> he hit himself. What did you say? Twenty-six. Hang on. What bonuses do you have? You rolled a nine. I think he, he probably seven. hits. <laughs> he rolled a 9 probably hits with half HD like 
26 to 9. Yeah, he definitely hits you. Um, again, it hits everything in the area, so I'm just going to keep assigning those until one of them hits you. And okay. Like, so let's see if this one hits you or one of your illusions. That's a six. Okay, that's one of the images. Second one uh, hits. That is a four. That's an image. Third one. That hits. That's a seven. That's. He hit a six. So. Yeah, six, a four, and then then a seven. Okay, that's an image. Alright. Rolls again. That hits something. That's a five. That's an image. So I've got two, one, two, and three. Alright. Rolls again. That's a natural one. So whoever this one misses. So it's a a one, two, will, will, on a d6, right? Yeah. So. Whoever this one hits, mm. it missed. That's a one. Sweet. It actively missed you. missed you. Nice. So two and three. That hits, and that hits, so both of your other illusions get hit. But you are the only one of all of your illusions that does not get hit. Awesome. <laughs> uh, each illusion will administer the finger before it gets hit. <laughs> <laughs> administer the finger? <laughs> Uh, Tommy. You don't apply the finger. You're a... Okay. You demonstrate. You produce. You perform. You don't apply. I don't have perform the finger. It's just a general performance check there. Oh, okay. Well. I'm, I'm going to do my bite, claw, claw, wing, wing. Go for it. I only got a 13 on my perform the finger check. So they were weak fingers, but it was still a finger. Like, it wasn't like a tower of finger. It was more like just a, a finger. It's like your, your, other, your other fingers are still up. It's just like the it's, one is further it's like, forward. It's not like, it's bam! Like, it's, just, it, 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 it's more about the message than the delivery, really. I mean, you know. The message is the same. It's just less impact behind it. Can I crit him? No, but you definitely hit him if okay. you roll a natural 20. I did. Roll damage on that for me. Uh, damage on that one? Yeah. What happens if I turn into a half-ogre while above him? But I can't crit, you said? No. Roll your damage. Well, what happens if I turn into a baleen whale while above him? This is your bite, right? Yes, this is my bite. GM. You can't stop. You can't do it outside of water, though. Technically, aquatic form. I don't have to be in water to use aquatic form. But um, no, it thought, wouldn't survive thought, thought very was, long. No, but... I, yeah, I thought there was a uh, restriction on um, underwater things that you couldn't do. What, what happens if I turn into a baleen whale above him? <laughs> you use this hand symbol all the time. Come on. Oh. <laughs> How do you want to do this? <laughs> Okay, I want to rip his throat out with my bite. He's a skeleton. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> he has no throat. Rip his head off? Yeah, yeah, I'll rip his head off. So, as, as he thrusts his hands out and these ice shards scatter around the area, uh, you just kind of swoop under where he's not looking and just kind of fly up behind him and there's this brief moment of your wings unfurling as you as you float just behind his body 
fangs open, head, neck outstretched as you lean your head to the side and grab his the, the neck bones with your teeth and just pull. And the head comes entirely off of the shoulders in your teeth. There's a wordless scream as his entire body begins to spin rapidly and condense on itself. And then... <sighs> Disappears in a, in a in a burst of ice and in a burst of icy mist. He has been imploded. Yay! Yay! Leaving behind a set of seven immaculate chains. Want? Deal with those in a minute. After he explodes, she's going to go back to her human form. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, after spitting out that skull. Uh, skull yeah, is, the I, skull turned into like ice cold mist in your mouth. So. Refreshing. Are we still in the initiative? Um, that fight is over. Um, the battlefield's still going, isn't it? The battlefield it? is still going, so Crag. And the Worgen are still going? Yeah. Alright, so where is the main general guy? Uh, gone. He, he, yeah. Oh, he vanished? Yeah. yeah. He, he just took a... Oh, he was the one that got me. <laughs> Yeah. Is there anybody out. standing right near my trench coat right now? Uh, there's a couple of death knights. A few underlings. Just go run them over. How many? Uh, so like, if I just bull rushed... If you bull rushed for the, for the coat, you'd be running over about six people. Six people? Darn. Uh, I don't know how comfortable I am trying to Can bull rush Can you fly over them and vacuum it from uh, the air? I could fly over and then just land on top of it and then he pour soul in the radius. <laughs> but you might suck them up too. In many, time, many pieces. Yeah, by the time he sucks them up, they're not threatening anymore. They've had the tank land on them, I don't think so, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fly forward a little bit and make a roll to fly forward because I actually accelerated a whole bunch. Yeah, now you have to stop accelerating and then accelerate the opposite direction. So. Yeah. Yeah. First off, I'm going to stop moving real quick. Cause I'll be stopping moving. Full stop. Moving. Emergency break. <clears throat> I think just stopping is actually enough for this round because that's a pretty hefty check. I think I have to roll like a six or higher to make that. Which luckily I rolled a nineteen, so I'm fine. But I stop. <laughs> that's a hefty check. I have to roll a six or higher. Have you seen my brother roll? I, no, I know. Well, you know. I've also seen you roll. Considering yep. the stakes are that if I don't roll a six or higher, I keep moving at 30 miles an hour, I'd say, yeah, that's a pretty hefty check. So you, you but, slam on the brakes at 30 miles an hour, and anyone who's been in a car at 30 miles an hour that has to suddenly stop knows how that feels. Eh, your harness still isn't attached to your chair anymore. No, no but I'm going, going back. But you're going so backwards. Going so you, so instead, of, instead of flying into the dashboard, you get no. slammed into the seat. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then you and then you and yeah. then you bounce yeah. forward again into the dashboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. My body yeah, yeah, yeah. wants to move backwards. My chair does not. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. But and like it's a very after, comfy chair. like after you come to a complete stop, you do bounce forward again into the dashboard. All right. Yes. I was. I was. I was. Thinking the brake, I, I was forgetting that the brakes were on the tank, not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll start moving <laughs> forward again, but tanked. that doesn't happen until my next round. I'm not gonna get over there until my next round. Basically, yep. uh, Thorn. 
All right. Uh, so Lich is gone. I see Tommy. I know they're still walking around. Uh, I'm going to squawk at Tommy. <clears throat> Fly out of the building. Um, and up to see if I can see any Worgen from where I'm at. Oh, they're everywhere. Do you actually know it's Tommy? I turned into a human. I just transformed back. Oh. back. So right. yes, I do. Okay. It's a human. Um, and I'm going to call lightning on the one that I can see because it's still up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't roll damage. Uh, it's currently 5d10, so... Uh, meanwhile, Kalana. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start uh, <laughs> shooting at the mast. That's... All right. That uh, is down there on the... And Strafonio. Oh. Hmm. What does Strafonio do? There is absolutely no remnant of the Lich thing left. No, yeah, his body like dispersed. Just the thirty chains. damage. There's nine or seven chains sitting there. Nice. Also, um. I now have ten bolts left. That was the fifth bolt. Well, let's see. A two on my wisdom check to uh, regain composure doesn't do much. He still screams. You don't have composure. No. Composure, what's that? Um, That's the thing for other people. I'm going to give this a percentile check. How badly does Strafonio break? Uh, Strafonio is in a corner. Strafonio is going to curl up in the corner in a little ball. All right. <laughs> Strafonio is currently in the fetal position. Rocking. Rocking back and forth in and, a corner. And screaming now incoherently. <laughs> All right. Uh, more just far more shrieks and wails. No, it's not aggressive. It's more like... <laughs> like... Terrified and like lost your mind, sociopathic. Okay, He's cool. screaming and like, crying. Yeah, at the same think time. about <laughs> yeah, mental institution. Um, He's so, hysterical. Back around. He is clinical definition of hysterical. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. The um, the two gunships with the speed that they can pull. Which is not a whole model, not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but it's still pretty fast because they're tech devices. Um, pull up around the city. Why don't of... you build one of those, Craig? I actually could. I could do it in like a day. <laughs> if you want me to, I could. They're actually fairly cheap. They're only like a oh, couple oh, thousand. You, yeah, you could build a basic Zeppelin at the very least. Yeah, I could build a basic Zeppelin in a day. It'd be so much easier to get around with a jet Zeppelin. Um, oh, a jet zeppelin? That's a whole other story. <laughs> you, you, they pull up around the city of Sanctuary and begin to open fire on the forces of the Scourge that are on the outside. Um, the main cannon of the Horde gunship opens fire. Don't and... hit the coat. 
a huge swath of the Death Knight forces is blown away as the massive shot just propels itself into the earth and detonates and um, blasts a massive swath of the Death Knights off the their coat feet. goes flying and hits your windshield. Oh, wait. <laughs> there isn't a windshield. Actually, things do scatter. Oh, buddy. Uh, D8 direction. It actually does scatter towards you. How far? <laughs> into his face. You get hit with a buzzsaw coming out of your trench coat. Uh, the coat lands a full 60 feet away from the blast zone in your direction. Nice. That's pretty close. That's like half of what my movement was that one turn. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> uh, and the, the somewhat more precise guns on the side of the horde ship begin to open fire on the ghouls that are in front of the gate. And then the alliance ship floats further up above Sanctuary itself. And soldiers begin to deploy out of the bottom of it on parachutes, dropping into Sanctuary. Uh, dropping onto Worgen. Hey, SI7. For the sake of this, we will consider ourselves out of initiative and this battle considered to be wrapping up. I call my remaining ten lightning bolts on ten more Worgen. I immediately pick up my thing. Was there any fancy armor on these guys, on these Death Knights? Uh, Yes, but you don't want to touch it because you know what it does. And then, it's made of uh, serenite. Yeah. After I get done, after I get done calling down the thunder, I'm going to return back to Maxwell's laboratory. All right. I'm yeah. I'm gonna pull a couple, few more police turns and run over a few more things and. Yeah. I keep doing that. yeah. All right. That was like a couple rounds of police turning, you know, death knights. So running them over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll consider this fight to be wrapping up. Uh, as I as I enter as I enter, uh, Max. And I'll make sure that the last one alive dies to my laser vision because I just need to get it out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> as I enter Maxwell's laboratory, I'm going to cast Tranquility because Tranquility heals ev- undead and living alike, mm-hmm. um, so that it'll start passively healing uh, Maxwell and uh, Strafonio. And then also revert back to my half over form. Maxwell, who, by the way, is currently in the process of um, picking up and examining these seven chains that Kel'Thuzad left behind. Yeah. Maxwell, how are you feeling? Well, it's um, been a, an ordeal, but... <laughs> well... We just defeated Kel'Thuzad, so I would call that... A victory. Um, Tranquility has a pretty large area. I'm going to look over at Tommy. Tommy, if you could, any survivors that need healing should gather in this area. Okay. But I, uh, I'm not certain I want to go through that again. Understandable. And, um... I have no idea what is going on outside. I look over at Stefonio. I don't suppose you could silence that. I think that one needs a bit of expression, but it is somewhat annoying, so... <laughs> silence? He just silence lays spell. an area silence spell. <laughs> He's continuing to scream, but we just can't hear it anymore. 
Well, I, and I'll, I'll go ahead and explain. Um, uh, the Lich King's army assaulted the walls and Worgen, the people within. Uh, the Alliance and Horde have just arrived to repel the majority of their forces. And we've... It's just about time that those two factions decided to put a hand into this. And we've dealt with that Lich now, as you can tell. What do you know about the Lich King's generals? The Liches. What do I know about the Lich King's generals? Uh, knowledge, the planes, <clears throat> knowledge, nature. It would be arcana knowledge or history. Knowledge arcana I have. It would be arcana or history. I have arcana and I think I might have history. Jeez. <sighs> and I've got arcana and religion. Would the cult of the dead would fall under religion, wouldn't it? Uh, the cult, yes. Lich is yeah. not so much. Okay. Oh, Arcana roll. Knowledge Arcana. Man. Twenty-three. You don't know a whole lot about liches. They're rare, reclusive, only powerful servants of the Lich King. There's only even, like, two among the Scourge. <clears throat> I know that they are few in number. Or among, among the, um... The, the Forsaken, rather, I should say. I know that there are few in number, extremely powerful undead. More than that, they are... Shall we say a form of true undeath? It's likely to come back, is what you'll say. Yes. Each lich possesses a phylactery. A magical artifact in which they have housed their essence, shall we say. The body that you just destroyed is just that. A vessel. It can be remade. It'll likely take time, but Kel'Thuzad is not anywhere near dead. I've at the very least driven him off. Yes. What are those? I say, indicating the chains. A weapon. Powerful tools. Beyond the scope of anything I know how to make. Well, now they're ours. Uh, I'll cast ident- I cast identify on it. Well, you can now read. <laughs> he also cast identify, but you can now read the chains of Kel'Thuzad. Hey, what? what I'll, I'll pull up here. What book is it in? It's Monster Guide. Got it. I got it. You don't have to bring that over to me. I won't look at these. Oh, look at it. Because you said I might be interested. <laughs> I mean, anyone can wear them. They're best used on a spellcaster, but anyone can wear them. Uh, would I have any... I know I'm a druid, but I'm also a half-ogre. Would, would my practical half-ogre side let me use them over my druid side? These are artifacts of the purest arcane. They are befouled, but they're not unholy. I could cleanse them. Um, these are something that... You might have a compunction against using them simply because of their history. Um, but they're not innately evil. Yeah. They're, they, they are not an unholy artifact that someone who is good aligned would suffer from using, for instance. Okay. Um, they are, however, arcane rather than divine. What? Uh, 161. Let's look at this. 
so it, it wouldn't be a, I, I could use them, but it wouldn't be of use to me. You could use them, but you wouldn't want to. I would say. Yeah. It'd, right. it'd be some. It'd be better a better thing for Strafonio to use. Yeah. Although I don't know that he would want to, considering they touched him. Uh, pulling it up. Oh, see, chapter four. I went down to his character page. Uh, go ahead and hand it to me. I, it took me forever to find it. Uh. You are in an area silent spell, by the way. Why you are sobbing loudly and screaming. <laughs> well, if what just happened is any indication, then they seem like they deactivate if the wearer dies. So. Plus five icy, bur icy burst spiked chains. You okay, Ooh. Austin? Austin looks like he's feeling yep. ill. Um, I'll hold on to these for now, if you don't mind, Maxwell. We may find some use for them. Uh, certainly. Um, keep an eye on them. I honestly don't know what they, well, whether or not Kelfazada will want them back. He likely will. Well, I put them in my bag. What was the armor class of those, um, the Death Knights out there? 20 some odd, like, not much. Okay. I basically never missed. Yeah. <laughs> just from That's from the wall, just thump, thump, yeah. thump, arrow after arrow after arrow. I rolled one four, though. Everything else was over ten. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Other yeah, uh, uh, with, with Tommy's help, I'm going to gather any wounded people around the tower so that they can benefit from the tranquil area of tranquility. All right. And just by directing people to bring their wounded towards Maxwell's tower. Stefonio yeah. is taking time to recover, as is Austin. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, while wounded are being brought in. You are getting the sense that there were more casualties than wounds. Yep. Or more fatalities than casualties, I should say. I don't... Well, I mean, casualties are both wounded and dead. Yeah. Uh, there, were, there were more fatalities than surviving wounded. Well, if there's anybody that can resurrect them, I assume they will eventually make their way here. If not, I will start burying people. I'll, I'll, I'll go let I'll go let um I'll I will go let um well what's her name our pyromaster Najka Najka know that I've set up a tranquility zone around Maxwell's tower. Mm. I assume word makes it quickly pack back as soon as I get in the walls of what's going on like the area of tranquility and that there was a lich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? I've been meaning to remake these things for a while because they have a malfunction rating of like eight. So I'm going to see how many uses I can get out of these job goblin jumper cables before they explode. Oh. One, two, three, four, 
Five, six, I'm rolling really well. Seven, that's a natural 20. Okay, I get seven uses out of my goblin jumper cables trying to bring people back, and then they explode. Yeah. People are doing what they can, but even, yeah, with, all, even with the all of the healers and those with the power to resurrect the dead that you have within Sanctuary, the death toll, the death toll is still in the hundreds. Yeah. I, I will begin uh, prepping bodies to be buried. Um... If there, are any, if there are any specific burial requests, I'll follow those. Otherwise, I'm going to bury them in my grove. Um, that they might... The majority of people are seeing to their dead. Yeah. Um, they will take their own dead and do with them as they will. All right. uh, you... Humans are being buried. Orcs are being gathered on a pyre. Yeah. Any that aren't claimed. Yeah. Basically, I'll bury them in my grove so that they might become one with nature. Yeah. <laughs> any, any, any whose entire families all died at once or who just are lost in the shuffle, yeah, you claim... To let rest under the grove. Yeah. Some night elves. Some night elves. They they just turn into wisps. Mm. They, well, they don't leave bodies behind. No, they do leave bodies behind. Their souls <laughs> become wisps. Okay. Um. But the the dead are being cared for. But it's become very clear that the worgen cut a massive toll. The, well, I mean, I've got some wisps in my grove now. <laughs> the uh, the 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 presence of the worgen caused most of the civilian casualties. Yeah. The death knights did not make it in the wall. The lich barely caused any havoc because of how quickly he was contained in, in a duel. The worgen caused most of the death. Yep. And anybody that survived a worgen attack... I'm going to check for seeing if they're infected as well. Yeah, and you, you do some disease curing to make sure that it, it doesn't settle long enough on anyone. Yeah. Um, and it has become abundantly clear from those who have managed to get any information out of any of the Worgen that have been captured that these are fighting in anger and vengeance. The, the Worgen are lashing out at those who killed their alpha, their pack leader. <laughs> well, they missed. I mean, <laughs> wrong people, but <laughs> that's Kalana's fault. But... Okay. Um... So we recover and we bury and we heal and start to rebuild. Is there anything that needs to be done? Uh, oh, we still need to deal with the uh, magnetars. Um, so after everything settled down, I'll uh, go back to the leadership of Sanctuary and reopen the magnetar discussion. Yeah. Um... So, as you approach the group of uh, the council who are currently gathered discussing what's been going on with the attack, um, it's several days before anyone is actually able to, like, pull their focus away from the aftermath of the attack to actually think about anything else needing to be done. Um... 
Also, I've seen it. Also, uh, in the time because it's been a few days, I've seen if I couldn't cleanse any sort of corrupting influence off of those chains. I mean, it's there wasn't really a whole lot of like divine influence on them to begin with. It was mostly arcane because Kel'Thuzad might be undead, but he's still a arcane spellcaster. He's not actually in like. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, just cleanse any sort of demonic influence that might be on. Oh, there was no demonic influence. Okay. The Scourge hates demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if, if he was, like, doing warlock stuff for it. No, he's a necromancer, not a warlock. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because they don't... There's, there's no reason why I couldn't use those. I'm still not... I mean, I don't know. And I don't know if his equipment would let him benefit from it or not, so... Well, that'll be a discussion for later. Anyways. You have the chains. Yeah. They only function as a complete set. Yep. Um, but the... Uh, when the topic of the Magnetars is broached, um, Najka, almost like she had forgotten about them uh, because there's been an attack. There was stuff happening. Um pulls out her scrying bowl and begins to scry on them again. Um, there she finds them still mobilizing, but much less aggressively. Now they are... It looks like they're expanding their territory, but not so much towards Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like they were taken aback by something. They're still a threat and should be watched out for, but at the moment it doesn't look like they're going to continue attacking Sanctuary specifically. Okay. Um, uh, if they were taken aback by something, that concerns me. What is that something? I honestly don't know. The Magnetar are mysterious. I do not know if they might have been planning to attack as part of an alliance with the Scourge. And when they saw the Scourge's army be dis- be dismantled, they rescinded their offer. Or if they had been attempting to attack and witnessed our battle and decided we were dangerous. I do not know. Mm. But something has given them pause in their attempts to expand towards Sanctuary. Well, that is good, then. We'll keep an eye out. Are there any tasks you require, currently? No, not at the moment. Mm. But I think that in the future, this war is finally beginning. There is no more hiding behind walls. Most definitely. Oh, and if you'll excuse me. I leave. A few days later, um, a procession of horse-mounted figures and wolf-mounted figures uh, makes their way into Sanctuary. Each of these individuals is wearing um, very uh, ornate but functional armor. Uh, decorated uh, the armor itself is sort of steel gray and black they wear each of them wears a unique tavern uh, all of them bear a tavern that is a silver uh, silver gray 
with the image of a golden sun with black rays extending from the horizon of the tavern up the chest. Uh, these are the taverns that you've come to recognize, you specifically because you were there, yeah. uh, and I think Craig was there. Uh, no, Craig was not. Uh, you, as the taverns uh, that were being um, finalized as the symbols of the Argent Crusade after the Battle at Light's Hope. Ah, okay. Uh, it's a melding of the Argent Dawn and the Silver Hand. The silver background and color scheme of the Silver Hand with the sun symbol of the Argent Dawn. Um, and these Argent Crusaders enter the town and proceed to make their way towards the center, towards the town hall, where they have a brief moment of meeting with Najka and uh, Lucy and Crash and the rest of the council. Um, after a brief moment, after, after a short, maybe a couple hours of conversation, um, the leaders of these Argent Crusaders uh, make their way out of the town hall and signal to the others to, they give them a nod, who begin to put posters uh, of uh, basically just uh, proclamations across the town square of the Argent Tournament. A approving ground for the finest warriors of all of Azeroth to gather to prepare for the final assault. Um, to, it is a, a tournament ground to gather the strongest of Azeroth in preparation for assaulting Ice Crown Citadel itself and bringing the fight directly to the Lich King. I'm, I'm assuming Tomi is sitting on my shoulder as she oh. normally is wont to do. Tomi is on your shoulder. When I see this. It seems foolish to me to wear out your strongest warriors before going into battle. However. <laughs> no, no. There's no however to that. That's just a, that's just a statement. It's like, this seems stupid. <laughs> Like, let's, let's have a tournament to, sell, to find our strongest warriors and That's injure if, and wear ourselves if out. If someone thinks they're the strongest warrior, just put them in the put front the line anyway. Line. May as well yeah. have more people. Why the, not? Uh, the explanation <laughs> is that the, the action verdict that will be uh, assaulting Ice Crown Citadel itself is to be an elite task force composed only of the strongest. Yeah. Crash and Lucy. If they really are the strongest, then they should bounce back pretty quickly. <laughs> but if they're the strong, but if they're the strongest fighting each other, one would if they were able to bounce back quickly from fighting amongst the strongest, then would they really be the strongest? I'm sure they'll give them this time. Is a, this is a, <laughs> this is an unstoppable. This is a this is a uh, 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 unstoppable spear versus unyielding shield argument here. She looks confused from an end shards. I'm sure they'll have time to rest. I'm sure this was thought out. Is there like a location listed for the tournament? Yes, grounds? actually, it's like tryouts. <laughs> the uh, the location of the Argent tournament ground is actually on the edge of Ice Crown because the uh, as they're as they're putting it. The the proximity means that because they they've managed to shield the location, and it's placed not only on the northeastern edge of Ice Crown, which means you have to go through the Storm Peaks to get there without going through Ice Crown. The location itself is a trial. To get there means that you are already more durable than most. 
I scry the location. You can't. Okay, so it's it's blocked. It's blocked from hey, non-detection. No, All right. Stop eating things. No. <sighs> this seems silly. Which means that the others are likely to want to go. Well, a couple of the others are likely to want to go, at least. I want to go. As I said. <laughs> you asked if I had any requests, Nashka says as she steps up behind you. Yes. I would actually request that the group of you attend the Argent Tournament. I don't think it'll be difficult to convince them to go. We need the strongest of Azeroth to be the ones to face down the Lich King. And the Argent Dawn represent a unified goal. Or the Argent Crusade, I should say. They represent the combined forces of Azeroth united in one goal of defeating the Lich King. If there is any one cause that I would be willing to pledge sanctuary behind it is that. I mean, I kind of have to go to keep them alive, so... The Argent Tournament is not just a proving ground. It is not just a... It is not just a place to weed out the weak. It is also to help grow the strong. Even the strongest of Azeroth will need to train and improve before they are ready to face the Lich King. See, I told you they had a plan. Exactly. It's random encounters to level us up! (laughs) Grinding, grinding, everybody, let's go grinding. <laughs> um, I just shrug and I go to gather the group. To inf- I, I, I sort of reach up and grab one of the posters. Are they like extras? Yeah, there's, there's, they're plastered all over the place. I just like pull one of the posters down and take it to show to the others. Like approach Kalana with Tommy on my shoulder. <laughs> Um, sure, why not? <laughs> Approach Craig. <laughs> For us? Is there like a reward, like a reward or a prize pat, pat, uh, uh, thing not. mentioned on it? You, 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 sh- you should just take a crayon and <laughs> write, write it in. No, this is, this is actually a call to action okay, for okay. the heroes of Azeroth. Okay. It's not like you will be paid X amount if you win the tournament. So, okay, no, you should, in that case, write it in for Craig's I'll still just though. hold it out there. Tommy pulled an extra poster and turned it into an origami dove. <laughs> Look, it's a bird! I'm still wearing the hat she put on my head, too. It's like... So I fought an old god, and I still have to prove myself. Oh, exactly. sure. Great. Wasn't your tank stopped by a single death knight? I've got better things to do, like work on that problem. <laughs> So we said we spent, a, we spent a whole week and then a few extra days. So you got about ten days to fix all that before we head out. I actually do have a. Def- ex- I actually do have a plan for that whole yeah windshield weakness thing. <laughs> no okay. more windshields. No, just eyelids, basically. <laughs> smaller windshields, Small. made of metal. Smaller windshields. No, not smaller windshields. Just a giant like metal. Just Basically, like, just like, a metal emergency door. Yeah, literally a black yeah, shield so for the windshield. He sticks his hand in there and you cut it off. With your... <laughs> exactly. I plan on putting sharp teeth in them. It's like a black shield for the windshield. It goes shink. Yeah. Yes. 
Because um, this is twice now that the windshield has been targeted, and that is unacceptable. Zostin is feeling unwell. We're going to assume that we somehow convinced Serfonio into Shanghaiing himself to I a tournament. I don't think it'll be too terribly difficult. But... <laughs> Tell him it's for the glory of all kobolds. <laughs> yeah, well. I'll put. I just like in crayon, right? Uh, also, kobolds. <laughs> and get everybody together and ready to go. Alright. So, the group of you. Load into the tank. <laughs> Do you want to take the tank? You said there were going to be mountains, right? Yeah. It would take me one or two days to build a proper zeppelin. A zeppelin would be best. Oh, yeah, that's And fun. put the tank could on the it be, Could you make a stealth zeppelin? And Tony gets to drive. <laughs> could you make it a stealth zeppelin? That's right. Define stealth have, zeppelin. Uh... I can try. It's like a stealth bomber. But a Zeppelin. So you painted it black so it doesn't show up on radar. Exactly. You paint it blue about on the bottom. <laughs> you, you, you paint it blue on the bottom and you paint it uh, <laughs> green like, and, and brown on the top. clouds to the bottom. <laughs> I think you just focus on making a Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do the Zeppelin. He can make cloud cover if he wants to. I, I can, yeah, I can summon a storm around the Zeppelin. Summon a storm under the Zeppelin, please. <laughs> yeah. It won't hit the Zeppelin so long as I don't want it to hit the Zeppelin. Maybe just one lightning bolt to show who's boss. <laughs> one lightning bolt to pop the whole balloon and kill us all. Yes, that's a brilliant idea, sir. <laughs> hit the hull, not the balloon. I choose the target. Let's see how big this rulebook Zeppelin is. You can read it out for the class, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Hello, everybody, and welcome. 320 to HP, colossal size, 900 pounds. Ooh, 4,000 gold. Eh. Don't yeah, you 4, have 000, like... 4,000 gold is chump change. Don't you have like a quarter million in your coat right now? Actually, yes. No, not quarter million, but very... Cl- Okay, it's only like 120,000. <laughs> so almost a quarter million. That's not even close to a quarter million. He, That's only he, like he's a tenth of a That's a tenth of a million. <laughs> yeah, 105,000 off from Which a quarter is, million. Anyway. 120 and 105 are very close numbers. He's a little over halfway to a quarter million. So he said... And it can only hold 2,600 pounds of cargo, so that will have to be improved. <laughs> so you can lot. carry the tank. Yeah, how, what's this? Yeah, point? the tank, among other things. Yeah. Well, actually, we don't have Crash anymore, so we don't have to worry about carrying, like, five tons of Horseman. Crash wasn't five <laughs> That was a problem for the tank. Um, how much does, like, does anybody weigh, like, an abnormal amount that I should know about? It's just um, the Hippogriffin. I mean... But he can fly I mean, Stefania, I would hope not. You, I would hope not. No. I weigh 531 pounds. That's nothing to the tank. Okay, but good. So worry about the tank. Add in a couple hundred, hun- add in a couple hundred pounds for that. Oh, great. Now i got to find where the tank weighs. I have it somewhere among my thousand and a half pieces of paper. It's a lot of paperwork to juggle being a tinker, apparently. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's almost like I have blueprints for my 5,000 machines. 
This is why I actually legitimately just want to make a tinker who builds the pre-built devices because there's so many of them. Yeah. I still want to. Yeah, but none of them. I still want to make a Gundam Strike team. So. Uh, Let's see. Thank you all for listening to Final Show Films podcast. As we take a moment for our tinker to figure out math. (laughs) If you like figuring out math, I'm figuring out mass. (laughs) <laughs> there is a slight syllable difference. Via the method of math. And I gotta look up steam suit rules. Yay, I don't know where steam suit rules are. Therefore, figuring out both mass and math. We assume he makes the More Zeppelin. But yeah, it, it'll take you a couple of days. But yeah. we assume it'll take like probably three days using average rolls. Yes. Well, you, while you are doing the math, I will assume that th- in about three days, three or four days, you have completed your Zeppelin. We load in. And um, the group of you begin to make your way toward the area northwest of the Storm Peaks and the northeastern end of Ice Crown that is supposedly housing the Argent Tournament Grounds. And that is where we will end for the night. All right. Okay. So thank you all very much for joining us here at The Price of War. Um... We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so via Patreon on a monthly basis. Uh, if you'd like to support us with a one-time donation, you can do so on our website via our PayPal Donate Now button. We appreciate all of our donors, especially our $25 supporters on Patreon, Chris Comfort and Antitonic. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Very well. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>